Welcome to Men's Call. Every man has a call by God that if fulfilled, will change the world. Today's series is continue, what is God calling you to? And the topic is, if you only knew what you had. Dominion. If you only knew what you had, you may act like it. If you have the keys, but don't know you have the keys, you're never going inside that house. Well, let's discuss the keys you have in your hand. You have to understand who you are before you are able to tap into what you have. Now, as it relates to us men, here is what we rule due to God himself. Let's go straight to the scriptures. In Genesis 1, 26 through 28, it reads, Then God said, Let us make man in our image, according to our likeness, let him have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, and over the cattle, over all the earth, and all every creeping thing that creeps the earth. Then God blessed them, and God said to them, Be fruitful and multiply. Fill the earth and subdue it. Have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, and over every living thing that moves on the earth. Genesis 1, 26 and 28. So I bring up Genesis to say in the Hebrew, when God is talking about having dominion in the Hebrew, it says over all that lets you know over everything on earth, God has put us in control of it. And he goes on further to say, then God blessed them and God said to them, be fruitful and multiply. Anything that God blesses definitely has the power to do what God has called us to do. So out the gate, man, you should know very clearly we're called to rule over everything on this earth. I wanted to bring to you guys the light of a story from the Bible. And in that story, it's really going to show the difference between a man who knows what he has and a difference between a man who does not know what he has. And I bring this up because this is really like us as believers. You know, we love God. Uh, we've seen miracles. Uh, we've seen the blessings of God. But the question is, when things get a little testy, when things get a little heated, when there becomes a decision that needs to be made, will you caution or will you go and drive forward? as God has already given you the keys that you need to open the door to the house. But you don't know it unless you understand what is inside of you. Coming out of Numbers 13 is the story of the spies who explored Canaan, uh, the land that God told them Moses he would have. It goes like this, uh, Numbers 13. It's a lot of reading, so listen up, guys. And the Lord said to Moses, verse one, send out for yourself men to spy out the land of Canaan, which I am giving to the Israelites from each of their father's tribes. Send one man who is a leader among them. So at the consent of the Lord, Moses sent out them into the wilderness of Paran. All men were leaders of Israelites and their names were it goes on to list out 13 men who were going to be spies to go and seek out the land of Canaan. One of those men 
was Caleb and the other one was Joshua. I mentioned them because they will come up soon. But of course, there are 11 other men who go and spy out the land of Canaan. When Moses sent them to spy out the land of Canaan, he told them, go up through the Negev into the hill country. See the land. It's like whether its people are strong or weak, few or many. Is the land where they live good or bad? Are the cities where they dwell open camps or fortifications? Is the soil fertile or unproductive? Are there trees in it or not? Be courageous and bring back some of the fruit of the land. In verse 23, it says, When they came to the valley of Eshcol, they cut down a branch with a singular cluster of grapes, which they carried on a pole between two men. They also took two pomegranates and figs. Because of the cluster of grapes and the Israelites cut there, that place was called the valley of Eshcol. A cluster of grapes that needs to be carried by two men? How big do you think those grapes were? Already, God is prepping them by letting them know there's going to be huge fruit coming out of the land of Canaan. In verse 25, it says, After 40 days, the men returned from spying out the land. They went back to Moses and Aaron, the whole congregation of Israel in the wilderness of Paran at Kadesh. They brought back a report for the whole congregation and showed them the fruit of the land. And they gave this account to Moses. We went into the land to which you sent us, and indeed it is flowing with milk and honey. Here is some of its fruit. Nevertheless, the people living in the land are strong, and the cities are large and fortified. We even saw descendants of Anak there. The Amalekites live in the land of Negev. The Hittites, the Jebusites, and the Amorites live in the hill country. And the Canaanites live by the sea along the Jordan. Then Caleb quieted the people. I wanted to bring Caleb up. I told you guys he's important in this story. Then Caleb quieted the people before Moses and said, We must go up and take possession of the land, for we can certainly conquer it. So you just heard the report of the group of spies. They said there's a land of milk and honey. They said the fruit is huge. They said there's a lot to be had there, but there's people there is what they told the people, the Israelites. Caleb spoke up and he said, we must go up and take possession of the land for we certainly can conquer it. There's the difference right there. You can see a whole group of spies that think they can't take that land. And you see one man who understands his God, the God that he serves, and he understands what God has put on the inside of him. And what you guys do as men, the way that you rule, the way that you walk, knowing the power that you have by God makes a difference. Listen to this. But the men who had gone up with him replied, we cannot go up against the people for they are stronger than we are. So they gave Israelites, the Israelites, a bad report about the land. They even mentioned the Nephilims, which are giants, and said, this right here. We seem like grasshoppers in our own sight, and we must have seen the same to them. That lets you know the mind frame of the 11 other spies. They said that they saw themselves as grasshoppers and that the giants probably saw them as grasshoppers as well. 
So they had already psyched themselves out thinking that they're grasshoppers. As a result of that bad report, the Israelites began to groan and cry and not trust God. Because of the faith of a couple of men, a whole group of people didn't think that they could get what God had already promised to them. God told them to send spies along only to make a plan. God did not tell Moses to send spies along to not make a plan to overtake this land. He already told them this was their land. But those who are weak don't have faith. That's what's going to happen. It went so far as the people said in verse 4 of Numbers 14, let us appoint a leader and return to Egypt. They wanted to return to slavery over going into a land of milk and honey because of of a report from trusted leaders. You men are all leaders. We lead in everything that we do. Uh, You lead even when you're not leading. You may not be saying something, but you're leading. So as men, we need to make sure that we're carrying the power that God has given us. In verse 6, Joshua, the son of Nun, and Caleb, the son of Jephunneh, uh, were among those who had spied out the land, tore their clothes, and they said to the whole congregation of Israel, The land we passed through and explored is an exceedingly good land. If the Lord delights in us, he will bring us into this land, a land flowing with milk and honey, and he will give it to us. Only do not rebel against the Lord, and do not be afraid of the people of the land, for they will be like bread for us. Their protection has been removed, and the Lord is with us. Do not be afraid of them. Now, this is Joshua and Caleb speaking. They said that to the group of people after most of the spies had already spoken. And the whole congregation threatened to stone Joshua and Caleb because their faith had already been taken down. In Numbers, it continues in verse 36. And God strikes down the 11 spies who gave the bad report of the land. He was that mad with the people because they had lacked faith in believing him. So they mourned for those that died. But it came up later on that they did take over the land, as you guys know the story of the Israelites uh, taking over the land of Canaan. And of the people who took over the land, Numbers 32, 11 through 12, surely none of the men who came up out of Egypt from 20 years old and upward shall see the land that I swore to give to Abraham to Isaac and to Jacob, because they have not wholly followed me, none except Caleb, the son of Jephunneh, the Kenzite, and Joshua, the son of Nun, for they have wholly followed the Lord. So simply by having faith in God and knowing that when God says something, it can be done and knowing that God will give them what they need and that they were supposed to rule over Canaan, they were able to see the new land. Everybody who was old like them did not get to see it, except for the young people. They got to come in. The whole next generation got to see the new land. But those who sat in the wilderness for 40 years did not get to see the new land because they didn't have faith in God. So, man, I want to remind you of what the word says 
so that you understand that when you're being tested, uh, when things are hard, when you may not understand why things are going on the way that they're going on in the world, you need to remember that you serve a God. You serve a God who loves you. You serve a God who's a protector. You serve a God who has power and gives you power. Isaiah 54, 17, no weapon that is fashioned against you shall succeed and you shall confute every tongue that rises against you in judgment. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord and their vindication from me declares the Lord. Philippians 4, 13, I can do all things through him who strengthens me. John 8, 32, and you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. It's very clear that God loves us. That being said, brings us to our section of the podcast called Speaker Challenge. This is where we do a truth or dare part of this podcast. And I ask you to either speak into your life or I challenge you in your calling. I challenge you to transform your mind today to understand that you are more than a conqueror through Christ Jesus. I want you to see yourself as an apple of God's eye to know that no weapon forged, fashioned, created against you shall prosper. Take a moment this week to rule over something in your household or outside that you have not been taking charge of, but you know you should have dominion over. Again, guys, remember, as it talked about in Genesis, we have dominion over all the earth. I don't know what that might be that you need to take charge of. If it's cleaning your garage, making sure that you spend more time with your family stepping up to the plate in the areas that God has called you to step up into those areas, let's do it. If you've been meaning to start something, a new business, you've been meaning to change your attitude so that you can walk right with God, then start making that change because God has given you the power to do it. Now that you have the keys, there's no more if you only knew what you have. Now you know exactly what you have. Be like Caleb, be like Joshua, and take the land. Stay tuned next week as we will be talking about loving thy neighbor. We have a special cast of diverse guests who are going to be on the podcast. Be on the lookout in the Men's Calls Podbean page. You can see featured guest link, and they'll have a little bio there of the guys who are going to be on the panel for us next week. If you have questions, see the link in my email. If you want to get more details on upcoming series, take a look at the Podbean page. Please like and share this if you like it and follow it so that other guys will know more about Men's Call. Thanks for joining Men's Call's podcast where we gain insight to our calling by God and take action that will change our world for the better.